Yes, I'm back with a whole new attitude. Flyer than a cardinal. Check my fucking latitude. Yes, I'm so sick, man. Somebody call a doctor. Girl, stay wet like I'm fucking with a lobster. I stopped talking. I'm tired of paying them lip service. Switched over them street niggas. Hey, 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 hey. What's going on, everybody? Everybody, what's going on? This is your boy P Rock right here. You can call me Pat. This week's episode, we are talking about a lot of shit. A lot. But hopefully you enjoy it. The song that you're listening to is a song by Childish Gambino on his mixtape that he came out with a couple of years ago. It's called Different. The beat that you're listening to, you probably know about it from Portlandia. It's from a group called Washed Out, and the song is called Fill It All Around. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you enjoy the show. Keep it here. Keep it locked. Keep it tight. Or keep it loose. Keep it something. Hope you enjoy, though. Peace. I am just different. Motherfucker, I'm different. Yeah, I am just different. Yeah, I am just different. I am just different. Motherfucker, I'm different. Yeah, I am just different. Yeah, I am just different. That little hard stone that you can scrape the fucking calluses <laughs> off your toes with. Oh my god. You walk away? No. You can hear us like how we sound, how we would sound through the mm-hmm. in the headphones, right? Yeah. Well, How's it sound? Through headphones though. Sounding good? What kind of headphones are those? Oh. What kind of headphones are these? It says uh, fucking no name. <laughs> some shit on the side. Is it Moe's headphones? Is it? Who's it? It ain't Bose. It's uh, Sound Logic. Yeah. Sound Logic is actually a brand, though. It's like yeah. a Walmart brand of headphones. These, uh, Dude, that's all I buy, bro. This crisp uh, sound that you guys are hearing is uh, produced by uh, Sound Logic and all the other equipment providers <laughs> that I really the, don't know. The and, headphones uh, are actually pretty awesome. Chinese. I love the headphones those headphones. I'm using now is actually covered in an aging camel nut hair spread yeah. that we usually that we found oh, in the Serengeti. Uh, scrotum. That was the scrotum of the camel. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for listening to that little beginning part. Don't even know what the fuck to call it. But welcome to <laughs> <Intro>. the <laughs> Cheaper Than Therapy podcast presents... The bigger good. We were just presenting our sponsors. um, (laughs) Alibaba's. I am uh, your host. Camel Nuts. D Rock, but I also go by Pat. D Rock is doing D Rock things. So I have two of my friends here. And we got to my left, we got uh, Osiris. Is that what you like to be called? (laughs) No, Pat. Am I calling you P Rock? No, no, you call me Pat, man. This is this is. I got my friend to my left. You told me in the beginning. You said you didn't want any. uh, Yeah, I know. Synonyms? Is this no? Oh, synonyms. Talk about synonyms. Some. Oh my gosh. We're all a bit removed from language arts class. It's been a long day. It's been a long. It's been a long, real, real long day. But we are, we are here. Now, yeah, I'm going to get to the fucking names. I'm going to get to the names again. I'm going to run through this again. 
Can I try? Can I try to do that? One more again. Okay, here we go. Yo, hi everybody. My name is Pat. I got Josh to my left, and I got my boy E Jazz to my right. Yo, yo, yo. D Rock is not here because he's doing D Rock things. But uh, what's going on with you two? How's life going? How's it going, man? Life's good. Life's good. I was, okay, that's what's up. Um, today is, we, we don't know what day it is, but uh, <laughs> we will be releasing this on a Tuesday. So hopefully you're having a great Tuesday. And um, I hope that we're getting you through your busy, mundane life. I hope it's not really that mundane because uh, you can spice it up a little bit by doing these few things. You see that person that, you, uh, that you're into that's on your left? You know, that person that's, uh, that's no, in that cubicle right. next to you. They're on the right. Won't you go chick. over to her or him and just say hi? A little, you know, cute little banter back and forth. Say that uh, I like the way your hair smells. Can I take a piece of it home with me? And this is not on an application. You're not going to find this on your cell phone you know, or at your local yes, grocery right. store. This yeah. is actually a real life activity. Yes. Get, get going. Do some stuff. Join meetup. It's Even not just swipes, stuff. okay? You can't just swipe somebody in or out of your life. Actually, won't you walk over to that person and swipe their face and say, yes, I accept you. <laughs> See how that works out for See you. See how that works out. <laughs> See, I swipe right. Give them give a poke. Give them a poke. See how that works out for you. Yeah, do uh, do, <laughs> do social media stuff to people. In, inbox them. Let's see, how, how are you going to figure out an How would you yeah. inbox a person in real life? <laughs> figure all that out. You have to like sneak in with a note and like slide in an inappropriate <laughs> spot because the inbox is usually an inappropriate place. People are usually complaining. Oh my God, don't write this. I'm reading all day long yeah. about girls complaining about how they get in a hundred different inboxes that they don't want to get. Can you guys please stop inboxing me? I'm never going to respond. Oh my gosh. Why is the inbox there for? Yeah, you could have just put that in the inbox. You know, but you, you know what? Just, I say that they just wanted they want to get it all over and done with with one one comment. But or is it right. the attention? It could be attention too. Mm. Maybe there's no one in the inbox, and that's just what it's they do. It's empty feel good. complaining. It's complaining about being pretty. It's oh. a good thing to print. That's a good. God, I would love to be able to do that, but unfortunately, but you know uh, what? I'm not uh, pretty. Us guys think differently about. Uh, I know my complaints are like, uh, God damn it! I got <coughs> the lighter. <laughs> no, us guys complain differently about uh, what women complain about because uh, I mean we just. We deal of about different things, like uh, you know, catcalling is a serious thing. But uh, to be honest, if what's I was cat, cat catcalling? Um, that is when uh, you for those get, that uh, don't know, it's like you, yo yo you, yo, my mom, my mom, what up? I like those jeans. It's unwanted compliments. <laughs> yo yo, how, how does anybody know if they want them or don't want them? Like, is there a sign that they're wearing? Well, no, usually uh, if women want them, they will, I guess they will acknowledge it. But if they don't want them, they'll just keep on walking and ignore it. I'm not really a cat caller because I'm more of a... And by cat, they mean pussy? Cat? Is that... Is it Maybe rare? that's where it came from. Or... I'm not really sure. I'm not, I'm not the historian of cat calling. I'm, I'm See, I, would, I, would like, I would like to do that. Or am I the librarian of cat calls? Could you, could you imagine Is there like an urban dictionary for cat calling? Because I mean, <laughs> could be. Could, instead of it like being a bunch of dudes far. like spitting game to a chick, why, why wouldn't it be like? It's not even spitting game. It's not even spitting game because for the most part, I would if, rather do that. That's a good skit, actually. 
a bunch of guys instead of calling out, hey, mommy, nice ass, you know? No, it's more like... They actually sound like yeah, cats. Yeah, like cats. Like cats <laughs> want to have sex and shit. God, has anybody ever had heard cats having sex? Yo, I've, it is I've fucking crazy. It's brutal, man. Yeah, man. Cats having sex are... I think that's the, the roughest like of all like, uh, yeah, sexual animals. You know, I've never heard it. My you dad, it? Uh, I actually, I had a, a gray cat when I was younger, and mm. he used to come home all cut the fuck up, right? And my dad would always be telling me, oh, yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's fighting, he's fighting. But, like, I did, like, research on it and shit, and it's like, yo, like, the female cats don't like getting fucked by the male they cats. They don't. Because the male cats have, like, thorns or spikes yeah, or something spikes on, the on the dicks. And so, like, all the times that he was getting fucked up, it was like, he just got some pussy last night. Wow. Love Literally. the cats. <laughs> just the fight. Love the cats. He's really fighting for it. Yeah, I mean, seriously, like that's, that's what he was doing. He wasn't. He, so he basically he, saving Hallie's ass by keeping her indoors. Right, basically. Yeah, there's actually a tomcat that was trying to get in at her. And oh, rape I, see, I see. I her. took care of him though. Wait, your cat is. I'm not, not going to have that problem. Your cat is anymore. not. Uh, He's gone now. What did you do to the cat, Josh? Huh? Your cat is not spayed or neutered? she's spayed. Wait. What is the fucking spade? Spade I is think what you spade do to is, I think it only female. takes care of her temptations, is, though. Uh, I don't think it stops nah, another dude, cat from wanting to pound still, out, nah, though. Nah, man. Like, sometimes cats still get, like, heat and shit. Well, for real? And by heat, I mean their period, but not their period. They don't bleed, but they still go through, like, the weird, I'm horny as fuck, and I'm going to scratch everything. Going through the motions. Yeah. Understood. Understood. Cats are weird. <laughs> you can't come to them. They come to you. You show them their love, they come to you. Mm-hmm. It's true. Knowledge. I just rescued a cat the other day. <laughs> you just right? gotta let them fucking post it. Out, and hear this story out. Hear the story. We took the time. Mm-hmm. We found this cat. And the bottom jaw was all dismantled. It looked like it got oh. attacked by a dog or something. It had, no, this cat had an owner now. Think about it. this cat had an owner. So either it got attacked by a dog or the owner threw it out of a fucking car or something and the, the jaw got messed up, whatever. We found the cat on the side of the road. Uh, we sat there with the cat. The cat was so loving and just careful i mean it was like rubbing on us and it wasn't scared it wasn't you know cats are usually if they're in a harmful environment they're just distressed and the cat Mm -hmm. was in a harmful environment because it was already bleeding and all that stuff but it was so friendly to us now so we called to see who we can find whatever shelters blah 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 blah. we got the humane society through the police department they came out or whatever we told them specifically hey whatever happens we have someone that's willing to pay for whatever it's going to cost and just contact us and we'll take care of it right so we call back in a couple of days the cat's dead they put the cat to sleep at the request of the owner who probably already abandoned the fucking cat wow what kind of system is that you know i thought about that because you told me about that the other day and i think they just told you the owner because they probably just put the cat to sleep and they said the owner is the one that told them but actually nobody knows about the owner place some bling yeah, my thing is, is that why not like, just? God, could you imagine having a fucking broken jaw as a kitty, like but, a little kitty? They can fix shit? that. They can fix it. That can be fixed. They could, but why? They can rebuild. But why would we just kill it? They can make it better. Why would you want to so kill many the cat? Okay, you know what? You know, there's another thing I need. to There's so many about. humans, but they fucking get... fixing crackheads. Okay, you know this is. I me would take that being... human over five sick people. This I mean, I'll take that cat over a few sick people because people are fucked, bro. Like. Yeah, they can actually do damage. Wait, wait. There's, a, there's a new thing that Pat wanted to bring in. It's called Advocates of the Devil. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and bring it in right now. Can I pull it as like a card? I, I like it more of like a card, like, you know, like a wild card. You pull it out. It's like, hey, Advocates of the Devil. I'm going to go and tell you this part of this side of the outlook, right? Okay. And like, so uh, Advocates of the Devil, 
Uh, yeah, you know what? But there's like a million fucking cats, and they're but all either like dying or starvation. There's like seven billion so, people. You know this thing's, you know, it's it's like not enjoying Man. life right now. Why are we gonna spend this much money doing all these different things when it's probably like? But who life, are they to say the what the money living. is being spent? So on. instead, just, just put it down, man. Just put it down, bro. You're you're wasting money. No, yo, way. yo, straight up, our society right now is a fucking economy society. No way, dude. Everything right now is revolving around all the economy. It's like, yo, fuck the economy. What does that have to do with time, the cat? Doing a surgery on a cat costs money, bro. Dude, but I know people that would willingly pay that in no problem. Somebody like, I mean, I know people yeah, that would literally pay grand easily. Well, here, here's a fucking good-ass business idea. Why don't you make a fucking... Why? I just wanted to save that surgery. one cat. Mm-hmm. No, like a website. All I wanted to do was save that cat. cats? To save cats? He just wanted to save that cat. I wanted cat. to he save that save cat because the cat was... I save... saved that cat. We found that cat. I understand we the emotional attack. He did not want to be the cat. It wasn't Messiah. about an emotional attack. No, it was. You it wasn't because... I didn't fall in love with the cat. I don't care about the cat. I care about the negligence on the side of a person that's being told... We have someone that is completely willing to pay what... Ever it That's takes what happened. Yeah, that, that, to fix the cat. <laughs> we literally that. told the guy before oh, he left. <laughs> we told the guy before he left. We have someone who is willing to pay. I mean, even if it cost ten thousand dollars, they would pay it to They're fix willing that. To pay. Anything That's that it would have cost. I don't understand. That's why I don't think you know what I mean. I I'm talking about this is a person who lives in a three million dollar mansion. So it wasn't a that random takes cat. care it wasn't of feral. It was that actual... takes care of cats. Mm-hmm. That fucking feeds cats. That takes care of cats. That was willing to 100 percent pay whatever it took to take care of the cat. Yeah. And realistically, it wouldn't cost anything over a few grand. You know, let's say mm-hmm. two, three grand tops. She would do it. I mean, like this. Cat would have been set. The cat, not even just that, the cat would have had an opportunity because to me, how many cats are you going to walk up on, right? And they're actually going to approach you. They're going to walk past you lovingly. Mm -hmm. They're going to stay with you the entire time while in distress. Think about it now. The jaw is broken. It's scratched up and it's not running. It's not in distress. It's not crying. It's not complaining. Any of those things. The soul in that fucking cat was so strong, dude. It was in such... A distressful situation. My kids are sitting there crying because they're trying to get at the cat, and the cat is literally just being as friendly as it can be with a jaw hanging off of its fucking face. Um, I'm talking about the, uh, friendly. The owner, do they have kids? I called them like five times. No do they response. Have, do they have kids? I don't know. I don't know what they have. Because I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now uh, real talk. Psychotic behavior yeah, starts out with abuse of animals first. So you think that the they had kids and then. The kids probably hurt the, the cat. Think so? Uh, you think they I, I believe there's the evil in this world. That's probably. why fucking serial killers exist. Yeah. Dude, they're gonna get rid of the cat because the, the the kid is beating the cat's ass. No, dude. Put they, the fucking kid in timeout. They they probably just put the cat out. Yeah. The kid broke the fucking cat's jaw and left it outside. No, it was fresh. Heard about it. it was super fresh, and it's not a broken jaw. That cat was either attacked by a dog. Or it fell and it hit its face hard against the floor, or because it was. Or maybe it got hit by a car. Man. It was bleeding. It, it was too. I, to me, it was too mobile. Like it was too. Like, it was no injuries to its legs. Maybe it fell off the second back. story. You know, but cats possible. fall on their feet though. The, the, the way their body works with gravity, their, their their center of gravity flips their body automatically. Right, right, right. But that doesn't mean they can't fall on their face, man. Or they maybe they got attacked by a dog. You know, but right. what it looks like is because they have scratches on them. It looks like she got attacked by a dog, or you know what I mean, some situation like that. But my thing is, is that 
if you're told we're here to take care of the cat, you should reach out. As a humane society, you know, there's people out it's there. The I know, I know, I know, I know shelters right now, dude. Humane, oh, humane. that would find these animals, get them right. I thought it was somebody's last name. And adopt them out, and people would have them and treat them happily forever. You know how much less stressed you are when you have animals. But like loving animals, animals that actually give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you take the time to give it to them, when you're walking them multiple times a day, or you're making sure you take the time to play with them, and they give you energy when they meet you at the door with love. You and know, it gives it you takes, a little bit of responsibility. Take, ex- exactly, and it takes so much stress away from things. And it's just like when you're in a situation as a professional, and someone tells you, "Hey, we are here to help you do whatever it takes to get this thing back to health." You don't you 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 don't wait till we call you and say, "Hey, call us first. Before yeah. you put that cat to sleep, call us and say, hey, the owner said put the cat down. But you said that you had an opportunity to fix it and do this and do that. That cat was way too healthy to die. Yeah. Way too healthy. The cat was way too healthy. The problem yeah. with it was it was, way, it was limping. It was very friendly. It was nice. It, was just, it needed surgery to repair its jaw and put it back in place. And I felt like that was... The cat had a really nice collar. The, the, the fur was extremely healthy. I mean, it was just weird, How old are the bro. people that live there? Hmm? How old are the people that live there? Do you know them? We found the cat on the side of the street. Uh, we found the cat on the side of the road. My son pointed him out. And ladies and gentlemen, if you were wondering why this guy cares so much, it's because he's also an artist. And all artists care. And uh, E-Jazz... About everything. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, uh, tell us about your work and what you uh, what you do. All right, well, how you uh, do what you do, and uh, why you do what you do. I mean, <laughs> my thing is mm. is that I had a life prior to the arts, mm. and that life was a physical life. I did most things more physically than mentally, and then I realized at the inception of things like Facebook, and you know the beginning of the social media era, I saw a huge disconnection in people and I felt like taking on a path that everyone thought was non-existent or not successful or you can't amount to much of anything from being an artist. Mm -hmm. Someone is painting pictures and selling pictures of pieces of paper, things of that nature. There was no real influence in that. I kept hearing how much that field with how many artists and how and me as a person through my entire life, some of the most respectable people in my life were painters, were artists, you know, were poets, things like that. And I felt like that side of the world started to die and it started to become more and more niche fashion culture or niche pop art gallery or subcultures underground cultures and i felt like the arts were so prevalent and so real in real life and every day that a person like me with my confidence who felt like i could really take on a task like this and get better daily i felt like if i could achieve greatness anything is possible because i literally taught myself everything that i could and the topics that I speak about are everything from, you know, animal abuse, large game hunting, poaching to domestic violence. I, I get to the emotional aspect of motivation to the lack of motivation. I touch on, you know, the, the, the subjects that are a bit more 
in depth that require uh, you know less than an inbox or you know more than you know a real 40 characters exactly it's 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 not going to be 169 that you'll get in a text message or uh, it's going to be a full in-depth conversation it's going to be feelings it's going to be emotional you know you you, you, your depth will be challenged. Your your understanding of yourself will be challenged because realistically, it's just there, and that's what it's about. It's about, you know, for example, a quote that I got said to me last night was, "The work is about the emotions and the values over the past hundred years that have died out to this point." You know, I try to revisit those because I feel a lot of those things is what it takes for us to get from where we are as people to where we need to be as a society because together and in a place where we're thinking about growth, we're thinking about each other's growth and we're thinking about genuine growth and not just percentages, but you as a person being 100%. I feel like that's what I create from. I I gave up a life for that and now I'm here years later and I care about the cat a lot. You care about a lot he of things, man, because that's, uh, that's your source, man. That's your source material, man. Your heart. That's where, your, your, that's where your power comes from, bro. Your yeah. heart is your open, your source material, man. Chakra. That's where a lot of our powers come from, Chakra. from the heart. Oh, you believe that? Yeah, Braveheart, bro. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where that line's from? I actually have a buddy, no, Math, no, Matthew Braveheart. Grossman. He's a young guy. <laughs> he just had a heart attack. Oh, shit. Uh, everybody keep him in your prayers. Uh, very young actually much younger than me too by a few years he might be three years younger than I am Uh, extremely nice kid very helpful heart attack you know I just wish him the best and my thoughts and prayers are out to his family damn very nice. Yeah, I'm sending you positive with, energies, uh, Matthew. Deal with all my license Matt. situations and all that Godspeed. stuff. Godspeed. Could change his life and his perspective, and he had a fucking heart attack, man. That is uh, super good. Well, I mean, was this uh, induced by, like... Don't know what it was induced by yet. Um, he's, he was over oh, he just, in Israel. Oh, and shit. He went on vacation. Um, Damn. Like some kind of crazy accident. Man. I thought, who knows, dude? Like I'm so I'm so waiting, dude, attack. because he was like so integral in the past few months of my life, helping me to deal with. Because his his dad is a lawyer, and they both work in the that that field of with with like um, copyright and stuff. Lights, no, license stuff, oh. and like all that stuff. And I had been dealing with that stuff, you know, trying to get my situation sorted out because of you know just the court system is just weird here when you. The timing that it takes for tickets and these, you know, where the places that you have to oh, go for tickets. tickets. <laughs> so you're talking about like car tickets, man. I kind of know what you're talking about. Because like that right there was just crazy. And then he helped me through, through a lot of it. And it was just like so seamless and so helpful at all times. And then for somebody like that to turn around and have a heart attack, man. I just hope that the people that were around him, this isn't their karma. Because he doesn't deserve to be hurt for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I hope this is his, and I hope he can recover, and life is different for him, and if it was for him to take it more seriously, he does, but I just hope it's not for the people around him, because, you know, I know a few things, and, you know, I just don't feel like people should be harmed because the other people around him don't appreciate him, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I see a lot of things happen, a lot of celebrities, and just Michael Jackson, for example, I still think he's probably one of, can't ever be repeated. 
from the voice to the, I mean, the execution, the uh, nothing. People try all the time from. Well, yeah, people the weekend say the same to, thing about. Um, You're a sort of guy. We said the voice. I thought about that fucking show. <laughs> I was like, yo, Michael Jackson's not been on The Voice, man. But he's so, under, it's been so underappreciated, years, you know? Man. People say the same thing That's about uh, Elvis. <laughs> People say that about him and about that he who? can't be. About Elvis, that he can't be repeated. Repeated, but I mean, maybe. I, I might say that now nah, fuck be repeated, that Biebs. You, you got it, Biebs. I know people can do better. You keep doing it, Bieber. Because, you know, just like sports, as you go on, Rockin people, people I, I what mean, you call it, see me, what you do. To me, I haven't seen better yet from anyone. Yeah. Better than Michael Jackson. I, I don't think we'll ever see anything like. Nowhere in comparison. And he it's not even close. close. You gotta wait till you see another The fact of the matter change. that it's not even close is why I say that you should never be the subject of the people around you not giving a fuck. What does that mean? The people around you should not be the people that affect your change. You get what I'm saying? Like Michael Jackson with people around him that didn't quite care about him the way that they should have forced his life to shift in many different directions. He started off early, very early, never had a childhood, didn't have teenage years. Did I mean, this guy was touring the world as a fucking six, seven, eight year old. You know what I'm saying? Like, so a lot of what yeah, happened around that shit him because of his uh, his pops. Everything. I mean, so most, I mean, most of we're the, gonna make all. We're gonna make some money. We're gonna make most, some money. Gonna most of the praise money. gotta be to his pops, huh? Cause yeah, that man was a fucking mover, man. A fucking hustler, man. Dude, he was like, yeah, Yo. he hustled his fucking kids, man. Yeah, I, you dude. know, I've heard of that whole saying about a, you know, like um, minority, you know, being black, Spanish, or whatever. Your parents see you as an investment. They don't see you as just like. <laughs> A child, they see you as an investment. Like, it's yo, true. it's like, yo, you ain't just gonna grow up and, and be nothing. Right. You're gonna grow up you're and you're gonna do something with your life. That's why there's so much more punishment in a minority home yeah. than there is in a non minority. Yeah, and what is a minority? I mean, we live in the United States mm-hmm. that is a patch of land colonized by European entities. Mm. How the fuck do we think that this place is the United States of anything uh, dude, besides a bunch and, of and African shit. entities? I mean, but I mean, the Africans came over because they were basically plucked and, from and royalty Trinis into and slavery. Venezuelans and Argentinians, but and then all Mexicans, those places, all those places, I'm talking about Alaskans. I'm talking about the initial and Inuits. Mm-hmm. The initial, you know what I mean? I feel and like Anglo-Saxons. unless your name is Asian. Smoking Wind, Whispering Willow, I don't Chinese, think you're Japanese. American at all. Badass dude. name, if you think about it. I don't think you're I like American. to pull out that name in a, in a bar. And my you know, name is Chechnians, Smoking Rain. Turkish. I just don't. I, I, Turk, I don't understand. French, I don't understand a place Canadian, with so much Spain. You know, Italy. That people are just. I'm just gonna start saying random. But see, those countries aren't places that colonized yeah, you're right, America. You're right, you're right, you're right. You know what I mean? So they were. That's way off. Like all those places aren't places that colonized America. No, those it was are people all the that, extremists. Those are all the people that that they came over after. You know God, what I mean? You know, like you know kings what? and queens send conquerors here. I think mm-hmm. my my uh... travel across the Atlantic to the United <laughs> States of where the Indians yeah. are. They That's have a no guns. Australian accent right there. They have no guns. <laughs> That's Australian. They have That's no guns, Mumbekwi. And then they come over to get. They get. They get the, a bunch like Mumbekwi. I, I just. I just don't understand. You know, we have all of this history. Uh-huh. You know, Mumbekwi. And I still just feel like everyone is still just being smokes and mirrored because of the simple fact that 
you're in a situation where what the fuck is real? What is real? You know, mm-hmm. your 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 Egyptian statues have all their noses off. Your your Stoneheads just found bodies. They found fucking bodies on this damn. They, no one ever digged. Nobody no. ever digged. Not one her. person ever dug. So I don't what know is? If it was just pure laziness. Or what is under I, them? I think it had to do with permits. You think permits? Fuck permits, dude. I don't know, dude. Look at Egypt, okay? We have all these artifacts and everything that are supposed to be all over the place, yet they only let us dig a little at a time. But who is they? Because they, they can dig wherever the, the fuck. Bro. But the government can dig wherever but they, they want. But they don't want to dig. But they, you don't know that. Because they don't want us to you discover that we're not but the you first don't ones. Know well, the skies are under the whole fact that they don't want you to. They want to preserve the. They don't want you to know that we were bombed by fucking aliens and we had to live in caves for centuries. But who not going there. Even not going there. And we became water. In our situation, it's just like I stick to the cultural took side some of things because, like, the you know all the conspiracies of everything. It's just like I don't think it's 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 worth anything because it just doesn't affect us. We can sit here and talk about aliens and this and that and that all. Yeah, the time. it's all bullshit. But it just doesn't affect us. You know what I mean? Like you live, you die. It, what affects us is the understanding of who we are and where we're from, and that's so skewed. Mm-hmm. It's just like, who are we? Where the fuck are we from? I gave an example the other day to to my family about, you know, I, I showed them some fashion friends and fashion things and all these things, and they saw we were watching a movie, uh, a documentary on TV, and it was over in India of uh, fashion week over there and the people acted exactly the same with accents what do you mean they were exactly the same with accents oh really if you were to take away the accent and close your eyes hmm. they would be exactly I say exactly the same their emotions their vibe everything was exactly the same so how are they different you know, how are we different? Climate, every, these are the things that affect who we are as people. You know, you're in different areas. You're white because of this. You're black because of this. Your size is because of that. And the, the, the climate and hereditary, they, it kept in stem birth from there. You are who you are because your lineage and your people had to have this skin color. Mm-hmm. You had to have this skin thickness. Your hair had to be that way because through evolution, it was what was required for you to live in the region that you lived on this planet you know what i mean but you're no different from any of us because no one that i ever find that thinks like me looks like me you get what i'm saying yeah no one i mean no one they, i don't find myself and someone that looks like you that thinks like me you get what i mean mm-hmm. The look, the image, the everything, what I try to achieve for myself, I never find it in a source that looks exactly like me. They're always different people. All my friends, look at you guys, look at us. Mm. How different do we look? How fucking incredibly different is our background? You know what I mean? All the people that work together. It's not like it's not like you're in America where everyone is 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 a, exactly they look exactly the same, you know. And they all do exactly the same things. And when they're working together, it's exactly the same group of people. No, you're here and literally you walk into a workroom and literally everyone looks completely different. Like 100% different. You know what I mean? And that's... Oh, did you take that and put that back in there? Yeah, yeah but... but one more. No. No, okay. For the most part, the things that make you different is the things that people hate about you. Exactly. Because 
when people people tend to click up when they see that they have similarities like uh i mean for the default thing for people to do is like if they find somebody who looks like them or a group of people that looks like them they follow those people and then when they see people who don't there's gonna be one person in that group who says hey look at this guy he looks different so they either make fun of them or most of for the most part they make fun of them or you know they just what you call it, just leave them fucking alone nobody ever wants to go outside the norm because nobody wants to be the weird guy but that's also because of society right Since now people are like people aren't true to themselves man you gotta okay the reason why you don't ever meet anybody that looks like you that resembles you or whatever right but thinks like you is because you're a person that is broken out of your mold just like Pat, you're a person that's broken out of your mold, just like human, man. You know, you know but you're you're, you're just but we're you're people in general are like you know. I never kind of coming see to my awakening, dogs awakening. attracted to dogs that look exactly like them. I never see cats, lizards, spiders, birds, elephants, monkeys. Because they're trying to what you call it. Because they're more Blending, man. important. What's more important to them? I try to explain by saying because they're what you call it. Strength. Like that's a perfect fucking explanation. Health. <laughs> you know what I mean? Think about it. Think about it. You think the master lion is just gonna go out there and made himself? Because with I think the whole thing about shit. the animal stuff is because they're always trying to like better their breed kind of shit. Yeah. So why, as people, it's a blend, right? Why, as people. We all try to find somebody that looks like us and stuff like that. Exactly. Why isn't for the betterment I'm, of I'm the people? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, though, man, I've never lived that way, man. I know you haven't, and I know you haven't. Yeah, because, you know, the you're whole very thing is open, like, right? But that's because that, you guys are, the, like I said, the variable, man. Like, you're, there are people that just cannot be with anybody else that's a different. Yeah, but, the, you know, there's that whole thing about, like, uh, opposites skin, skin attract and shit like that. Depth. Like, you're supposed to find the opposite <laughs> and everything like that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what was your opposite, Pat? Well, <laughs> yeah. she, well, apparently she she would most likely be um, a corporate body. She like somebody who's in corporate office or some shit like that. She would be. She be a bank teller. A bank teller, or something <laughs> like that. She or would, a bank manager. She would probably like romantic comedies. Bank owner. She would probably because you know yo I'm, I'm gonna be a little honest with you guys. I'm gonna be a little honest with you, right? You don't like romantic comedies. Hey. Let me tell you something about that shit. Let me say, uh, I grew up on that shit, man. <laughs> My like when, in the nineties, man, that was like wedding singer. Like that was the movies to. It was like, yo, that's cool ass shit. My thing is, is I enjoy it because I figured a chick to wedding. It's singer. the closest thing the movies to Pretty me awesome. has to real life. Romantic comedies. Yeah. Because I feel yeah, are you like, talking about the modern day romantic comedies or the rom coms? I'm from, talking about rom-coms. romantic comedies that have not been made in this era. You get what I mean by that? Uh-huh. I was bragging about 2015, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. You're talking about the I'm 90s and about... the <laughs> early 2000s. Mm-hmm. You see, but those the things about those romantic comedies is that it's a whole... Like, yo, women who are into romantic comedies, yo, you got a tough role to hoe. Or, or... I think I said that shit wrong. Listen, tough listen, hoe, I get bro. you, I get you. Yeah. Or... You have exactly what you want. Nah, but here's the problem with romantic comedies that uh, they really don't explain uh, to to women. Like, yo, more power to you. Life's if you not like, like that, comedy. ladies. Yeah, 
back because here's the thing: <laughs> guys like, are kind of assholes sometimes. It's, it's, no, no, because it's easy. <laughs> it's easier for us guys to be like, "Yo, I could be a hopeless romantic. I could do that kind of shit for women. I, I could, I could do that shit for her." You know, but I you always seem to do it out. for the wrong one, right? Doesn't no, it seem like you always? Yeah, no, you do. You do. Guys do. Guys do. Guys do it for the wrong one, and then you don't do it. For the ones you should have done. What done I was saying, with. I'm about to cut this motherfucker's <laughs> mic off. God damn it! <laughs> what I was saying, I love you, man. Is that <laughs> what I was saying is that as easy as as it is for us to be like, yo, I can, yes, I could take her out on a, a night out. I could do this stuff for her. I could do all that other shit for her. It's a lot harder for women because it's not like. Oh, I got to find a guy because it's a lot harder for them because they got to find a guy who wants to do that kind of shit. You feel me? Yeah. Like, throw our, a penny, ladies. Okay. Like You're going to find a guy that all wants the, to do that kind of shit. No, no they're, they're not. All, all of our step is just one step. It's like, yo, all we got to do is just do this for her. Her, she has to find a guy to do this for her. Like it's one, two. Then she gets there. Us is just one. That's it. All we got to do is just do that. Boom. That's it. So, and there's not a lot of dudes who are into romantic comedies or who are into like romancing Period. a woman in that fucking way. Period. So it's it's harder for them to do that shit. But you know, I mean, yo, you 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 finessed yeah. a woman here and there. You yes. finessed yes, you yes, jazz yes. a woman here and there, and that shit is Netflix easy for us. and but, chill. Yo, how often have you done that shit <laughs> and you got from a woman? Wow, I've never been treated that way. It's like a hundred percent of women be saying that shit to me, and I'm like. How the fuck is this happening? Because I'm like, yo, I'm killing it. I'm fucking killing it. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, let me do this for you. I'm going to do this shit for you. And they're like, wow, I've never done this shit. has never happened to me before. I'm like, really? But it's just like simple I'm over shit. Here, in my mind, I'm like, yo, I got to try harder than this other motherfucker who did it. So let me do this shit. Because those also, dudes aren't doing you're, it. You're an appreciative person, though. See, the thing about it is, is that you're going to give off appreciation. Mm-hmm. Most people... They don't even appreciate themselves. You know, it takes a certain level of confidence in yourself, knowing yourself and understanding who you are as a person to mm-hmm. even have that kind of appreciation. And when you have that kind of appreciation, man, you're, you, you give people, you, you know. But also, I, I, one thing I've learned in this era, too, is that that romance is deeply connected to the way you feel about you. Mm. You know, how you yourself envisions yourself because in a lot of situations a lot of people are saying Mm -hmm. but they're not giving what they're saying you're not living in an environment where they're giving what they want to get it's a lot of wanting and wanting and wanting and wanting and wanting and not the giving aspect and this is not a physical give this is an emotional give Mm-hmm. This is a vulnerability give, you know, a transparency give. Mm. This isn't something that's, yeah, I want this and return for this. I just, I feel like people aren't getting the real thing yeah. because they're closed, but think they're open. So they're expecting from people what they're not giving to people. You get what I'm saying? They're expecting to have the entire world open to them while they're a closed box. Their level of growth is impeded, but they expect everyone around them to be spick and span. Mm -hmm. They can be imploding, 
but they need everything so they, around they don't them expect, to be. They, they don't, like, if you were to fuck up, oh, shit, I'm coming in hot is. right now, dude. I'm coming in hot. It's the culture. Yeah, it, like, if I was to come in uh, no, in into a relationship. It's a lot, though. It's not I, even, I know, you're right, you're right. But it's you're, a lot, though. On us, on us, that yeah. so on many. On sort of personal In this person, for yeah, real, on this, real, in, real, in this real, person real. that you, you're talking about, if. If uh, more than if you one were to person. come into a relationship, they they expect you to. Would you a say whole culture? More than one person. A whole yeah. culture of people. It's if, just a if whole you were to generational. Gap. Oh my god, <laughs> we're getting too specific. But if you were to come in, okay. If I was to come into you know a relationship, are, ladies. and I was to date this person that you're talking about, and gentlemen, I'm sure like, there's guys out there like that too. They want to see me how they saw me. Like when you're dating, uh, like a person, a chick, a guy, whoever. I mean, whoever listens to this person. When you're when you're dating, when you're on the first, second, third date, they want you to be that charming motherfucker for the rest of <laughs> your life. It's a facade. They never see that that uh, it's a mask. that fuck up that you that you are. But for the guys that are actually who they are from the get go, those are the guys that get dropped off early. Well, I mean, because uh, women can't handle being the, having the guys being. I mean, don't get me wrong. No guy wants to be. Farting and you know acting like all vulgar and shit from a chick, so you kind of tone your at least that part of you down for the first date. But if you're just like a dude that's like straight up just you, sometimes just you know you and the chick don't click, and then those dudes end up changing and adapting uh-huh. to try to oh I need I need I want that kind of girl. How can I get that kind? Of? It's like yo, don't change yourself. Just be be you. Just be you. But. If you is a fuck up, change that shit. That's true. Yeah. Change that shit. If you're a d bag, if you're attracting yeah. bullshit, you're probably bullshit. So how about we go on a cleanse that gets rid of the bullshit and also, adjust if you're only attracting yourself. the biggins and you want the skinnies on the real, either move to a different city where that's in, or lose some weight. If you're skinny and you where, want to big it, going with this? Okay, maybe know. you um, should even have to do with some weight. What is I'm that? I'm let you know that this, this goes for everybody. Yeah. So what you're yeah, saying? Sure. Let me let me clarify. I think I'm going to clarify. I think what he's saying yeah, is saying. is if you're a skinny person and you're going for a chunky one, gain a little weight. Bulk up. Maybe it might be nah. in your dude. On a nah, serious nah, note, nah, on a nah, serious nah, note, nah, bro. I, I, what but I've seen in the past year, there was this dude I knew. Okay. Before he started working out, okay? Okay. He was this really, 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 really chunky gentleman. Mm-hmm. And then he started working out. The dude got cut as fuck. Mm-hmm. And now, literally, women are tripping over themselves. Okay, okay. But that yeah. always happens. Uh, and it fucking Josh, blows I don't like my you mind. telling my life story. Patrick, how did you, I was me, talking about you. I'm right glad. Me, bro. You, so you saw me pointing at you, right? Yeah, I don't like dude. to tell about a life story. Okay, right so why, me, why is it that women are tripping over themselves? I don't know, man. No, because that's the person who they that's their that's their what you call it, ideal guy. Hey, but no, but, no but shame then, to when, them. then when you start going out with them, you find out what? Oh, because they're shallow. Are they really who they are? No, they're not really who no. they are. Well, nobody find really, out. Yo, on the first date, nobody's really who they are. Like a hundred percent, it's it's not enough hours in a day. Wait, but you know what? Date who is wants, never that fucking Who wants long. to go past the first date? Yeah, the first date. That's an awesome. If I could have the first date every date, that'd be great. I think. Let me go and no. say that. I first date every date. Now, I, I vibe on the first date. Now, day. after yeah. years nope. of. Nope. You Don't know, listen to this guy. Of, 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 of lives. I do. I vibe on the first date. My fucking first date is like. 
Me living in a life now where I have so much revolving around things that aren't me, mm-hmm. particularly True. kids. Yeah. True. I I see life differently. I think I would be authentic every single so time I put myself in front of people because realistically, I have kids. So you going with this guy right here with the first date shit? Every date is the first date? Not every shit? date is the first date. I'm going, I would present myself as myself. Every time. Every single time I step in front of somebody because I think that I'm going to come out to that person as that person sooner or later uh-huh. and with kids involved I feel like date number six after you've met my kids for two weeks is a problem for me to get rid of you <laughs> what because now my kids have already started to see this person in uh-huh. my life for two okay. weeks I've seen this person come bring food be on a date and then this person starts to tell me hey you work too much um, you know this yeah i told you on date one i work a shitload yeah oh but you know what that happens but with the whole i think i would prefer the <laughs> the, the fifth date the sixth date fifth, every sixth time date? because sixth date every time yo you've already fucking's already happened <laughs> fucking's already happened You've already said some some shit to her. She's already said some shit to you, and on and uh, subconsciously, uh, people tell you stuff about them that they really don't want you to know, but they tell you like in story details, like around the first, second, third date kind of shit. Especially this when there's a fucking. This one time, my ex boyfriend had me in the jacuzzi, and he put his penis in my butt. All right. Is that what you're like, about? yo, they tell you like little <laughs> fucking stories, like subtle hints to let you know how uh, I'm kind it's of like a freak, a, but don't think it too serious. Yeah, they give you like a little <laughs> a little story, like a synopsis or a tagline right. to let you know how they are in a relationship or what kind of trouble you're you're bound to get in. You don't you don't see What it? would you do if somebody cheated on you? Kind of shit. Right. Ask you that how, how many times have a woman asked you that? They, when, they ask if you the that women question. start asking you that, yo, you need to start questioning shit. Yeah, they That's ask you that question. They they bring up the whole. Why is it playing? Why is it playing was, in the brain? What if I was drunk, kind of shit? And it's like, okay, I mean, if you were drunk, you talk to me, but most likely I leave. So, you, guys, when the women ask you that, you tell them if they ask you, what would you do if I cheated on you? You ask them, what would you do if I fucked your brother or sister? If it was a guy or a girl, you know, brother or sister, and then you let them. What if I fucked freeze. your brother? And sister. Together. Together. And your mama. She recorded it. <laughs> your mama. She was in the room. Not steady hands at all. <laughs> Touching herself. She did not have steady hands. <laughs> Footage was a bit shaky. It was a bit shaky. But we could fix that in post. <laughs> but I mean, so you're saying that once, once uh, go back to what Ejaz was saying. So you're saying that once she starts to question what you... Uh, which you already told her, like, you've already worked too much. That's when it's like, yo, it's time to cut this shit out. And that's what I mean, that why I would start at the beginning of this, the way I would take this mentality into the entire thing. Because I don't want to get, come off on date one and not be completely myself. And then by date five, I'm starting to completely be myself. And you've already met my... You you've get already, comfortable. I mean, once you're already, in there... You've already slept at my house... You've already fucking made food for my children. If it, I mean, I'm talking about you're talking. This is months and months and months into if I was to ever be in another relationship type situation. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. talking. This is this is this all is the what ifs. 
Hypothetical. I understand. Everything is hypothetical. Everything is hypothetical. My mind ain't nowhere close to this shit. Mm -hmm. But like realistically, like Mm -hmm. that's what I mean. Like why I would be completely authentic with Mm -hmm. it is because of that. Like there is so much more attached to it that I'm going to be super careful, dude, because I understand that I need to be one completely in the proper state of mind because I have two kids. So I have to think about them. I'm not going to be emotionally distraught jumping from woman to woman. I'm not going to be in a situation to where I'm not myself so that after wait, five to six you, weeks of a relationship, I'm like, oh my God. Why would you have to be emotionally distraught jumping from woman to woman? Because that's what emotionally distraught looks like. <laughs> I think I might be. I think, I think when, you're, when you're in a position to where you feel that need, you're far yeah. away from where when, you should when, be. When you're trying to it. fill a void with mm-hmm. someone else, that's you, you already fucking you're doing it wrong kind of shit you read yeah. like, you, you didn't read the manual you. I don't believe you I don't believe you I don't believe you gotta you gotta you're not reading the man I think you're full of shit no man cause yo you gotta it's gotta be self you have to man. fill your that's void, why they call man. it self esteem not yo esteem I'm gonna put a reverb on that self esteem not yo esteem esteem a reverb on that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but um, I understand what you what you're saying. <laughs> no, nah, I, I completely understand that shit because that shit is it's on a whole new level, man. You gotta you gotta find yourself before you try to fuck somebody oh, else up. Totally, man. totally, totally. Because yo, it's especially you, with kids you wonder, involved. Yeah, you wonder why other people are fucked up, like like chicks that come into your life or guys who come into your fucking life are fucked up, kind of shit. It's because somebody else was <laughs> fucked up and they just fucked up this other person right. and it's a fucking web of fuck ups out there. Especially yo. Imagine if you intervene really and show that, that person it all started with one person. One fuck up. One fuck up. But all it, it takes all to fix the cycle is one good person yeah. too. That's it. One person intervenes in that situation right there and shows this person what it's like to not be with a fuck up. Mm-hmm. And that right there triggers a whole new cycle of If that person is willing ups. to learn from that, from that, that point. That right. person, that but what I think about learning, what I think about learning is, is that once you have the mold instilled inside of you, even if you don't choose to take it, mm-hmm. once it's instilled because of conversation, because of years of persistence, it's always going to be the measuring block. Mm. Even if you choose to not live with it, when you fuck up, it's always going to be what you're looking at. Yeah. It's a journey that you're back on when you fuck up. It's always going to be towards something ambitious in that department because yeah. you've seen someone has instilled, they've tried hard to show you every aspect of what makes this the best life it can be. Mm-hmm. And that's what you aim for. You aim for the best life. Of course, maybe because it's not what you see as the best life, you know, but when you fuck up at what you're trying to achieve, because a lot of times it's irresponsible when people are taking on life selfishly. Yeah. When you try that life and it fails, you always look at a life that's someone who gave a shit, mm-hmm. someone who tried, someone who showed you a life that you, you know, took for granted or mm-hmm. something that you, you know, more than likely didn't appreciate. Then that's when you take that step. That's when, even if that person didn't choose at that time, because it was instilled in them, they still started to make the transition. But they just had to wait a lot longer 
because they didn't choose to learn in that moment. They mm. chose to learn by themselves, after the mistakes, after all the pain. See, that's ignorance. They say once you know better, you do better. They just didn't know better enough yet. They knew it. They heard it a million times. So can you give me that again? Get a little reverb on that shit. Give me that again. <laughs> they didn't know better the entire time. Time, 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 time. I love this fucking. I love this fucking portable recorder. I'll continue. That's all it is, man. It's like when you know better, you do better, bro. So in their situations, they didn't know it. They didn't know it enough to continue. They need to be instilled in them multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They needed to see it over a period of time. They needed to see it through trials and tribulations and difficult times, difficult situations before it even became something that stuck with them. But because mm -hmm. you as a person intervened. Because you as a person instilled something different in them, when all else fails, they'll always try it. Mm. And they'll, it'll work. It'll work for them because you gave it to them with the kindness of heart. You gave them something that you honestly, genuinely thought would help them. Yeah, but you know the fucked up part about that shit? Mm. Is that you were probably thinking like, yeah, me and this person can make that shit work. But then they fucked up. So then you're like, okay, well, I'll just make it work with somebody else. But they took everything positive that you gave them, <laughs> and they're like, okay, you know what? I fucked up with this person, so I'm just going to do better with this motherfucker. But, and it's like, but if they stayed, <laughs> if they stayed, it would have never gotten to that point. It never got to that and point. And they would have been never. miserable. You would have been miserable. They would have never found happiness. You would never you find the happiness headed in your clouds. direction. Mm -hmm. Too many clouds, man. Too many, too many shrouds necessary. It's just, you know, I know they say that you should never... Um, Gotta love yourself the beyond all of it. But sometimes, you know, when you just think about shoulda, coulda, woulda... See, when you're thinking about shoulda, did. coulda, woulda, that's the amount of time that you should be putting into something progressive. Yeah. Shoulda, coulda, woulda is too much of the past. Too yeah. much of the past, man. Live now, live forward, fuck the past, and just keep pushing because realistically... Everything that is better for you is there, not there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if it ain't here now and if it ain't over there, it's not there. It shouldn't even be in your train of thought because all it's doing is grabbing a hold of you and holding your ass just like this. And it's just holding on to you. And instead of moving forward, you're just standing still. And that's how I choose to look at things because if people want to be a part of you, they will be. It will be a choice. There will be no mistakes. There will be no regrets. They will fucking raise hell to make sure it happens. People try hard. I don't care. Love I know how work, hard man. I try. Love is work. You know man. what I mean? I know how hard I will. I don't. I, I'm. I'm. I'm a difficult person. When you, well, when things aren't going in the direction they need to be, I am not going to be that friendly, forgiving person that needs to be in a situation. I'm gonna do what needs to be done, regardless of the emotions, regardless of the pain, regardless of whatever the fuck comes after it. Because what needs to be done is the best for everyone and that's how i approach things and that's how i'll always approach things because people are as important as you are in situations you know what you also look at it because you're a scorpio bro i'd probably real talk real talk real <laughs> talk see but anybody that's a scorpio right now is probably vibing the fuck out and be like yep you're absolutely right sometimes you have to be the fucking gotta be a leader man Leader, you have to be the bad guy sometimes. You got to be the fucking devil but, but sometimes. Leaders, but leaders fucking... are the bad guys. Leaders are the bad. How many right, times you right, walk right, into right, a right. job no, and you're right, like, right. hey, 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 show your phone to the boss. 
Yeah. No, you're like hide he'll, your phone. He'll love it. He'll hide, love hide it. your fucking he'll phone right now. He'll love titties in the phone. He'll yeah, love. He'll just, love looking just, at that. Just, just you know, nothing that's makes him feel like, better. Bro, realistically, <laughs> unless you're actually a contract worker, like in the refrigeration. Uh, what is uh, what's the Doug's company? You remember? It's uh, Refrigeration Tech. I don't know. Was that his Reefer Tech? No. No, no it was like tech. Uh, that's not the name of it. Refrigeration Air or something like that. Yeah. The Bro- Bro- rooster, Rooster. <laughs> you go, Rooster. <laughs> Does he loves he loves titties he loves titties in his phone. Oh every, yeah, every, he does. You send him like some titties. Yo, I don't know how often I look on my fucking phone. I love that shit. And it's it, like, Doug, keep sending me some titties, tits. man. I just see tits, <laughs> but man, some of those tits are like obnoxious. It's like, well, then he sends the weird shit. Yeah, he starts sending some weird. <laughs> shit. weird. Some of those, it's like, it's like, come on now, those are not natural. Those didn't grow from the ground. Those were, uh, what's that MSDA? No, what's that shit called? USDA. G- USDA. But what the United States Department of Agriculture. Like it's a stamp. Not Whatever. approved. They're not approved. But <laughs> you know what? I was the milk's gone bad. Because I, I love them all. I love it all. The bigger, the better. Like the berry, the sweeter the juice. Uh, honestly, man, <laughs> you know the thing about it is, dude. It's just that this this society, man. It's just that they're so. Mm. They're so prone on what they see. The visual. Uh-huh. It's all and about the visual. a person with depth and no visual usually gets overlooked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because realistically, everybody wants to know everything. They don't want to risk. See, but everybody's all... Like, okay, look, think about um, in school, right? The School's majority of so learning... far behind. I know, I know, but listen... In, in even right now, but this same practice goes on right now, right? The majority of your learning is done from reading a book, right? So already you're getting programmed to fucking see visual things, right? That's the only way you're, you're learning how to take in information, right? Okay. The average person, okay? Mm-hmm. So then what happens is as you graduate from that, then you go on to what? Another visual stimulant, which would be fucking TV, right? Or your phone or whatever the fuck. So you're always getting stimulated visually. It's not too often you're actually getting audio but then who has the audio right now it's mainly the musicians or you know so you're saying that you should be uh, stimulated so i'm saying like platforms what about what's another platform man like there's Uh, taste and touch right and smell yeah right so then those right there i mean but so what's what's you know well you know i was going somewhere with that that, man (laughs) well that that brings me to the whole shit that uh i wrote down because i um Anyways, you're I learning was, how to be fucking conformative from what you visually says, see. So you're only able to accept things that you, you know, uh, visually fucking relate to. That because you're getting, you're, you're being, That's you're taking I, in I knowledge. Books. Yeah, you're taking in knowledge. <laughs> he just versus, <laughs> versus emotion. Seriously, no, no, that is why I started writing, <laughs> writing more and reading less. Well, it's, it's just like what you call it: it's knowledge versus emotion. That's knowledge right. is being told that you love this, while emotion is feeling that you love this. You know, that's that's the kind of shit. Like I, like you, like oh, sh- like. You can read it in a book and be like, you say, oh, this is a book about, like, uh, let's say about art or some shit. And you read the book and you're like, yeah. It says, okay, you teach me all the basics and shit like that. It says, so I'm teaching myself to love this shit rather than just, here's a fucking canvas. Do something. Right. And it's like, yo. Change your world. You're emotionally like, you, you're loving it. You're like, I'm loving this shit. So when, so if you were to have a conversation with, with both of those people, somebody who was taught to love uh, art, 
compared to somebody who's emotionally invested in loving art. Yeah, yeah. Technical, right? Those would be two different conversations. The person who's emotionally uh, attached to art, he probably won't even be able to like say the words of how much he really loves this mm-hmm. because he doesn't have the words for it. He doesn't know what he's drawing. He doesn't really know what the fuck it is. He just knows that this is what he loves and he just basically put his emotion out on that fucking canvas. The person who is technical, who is knowledge by books and shit like that, he said, well, this is a, a somewhat of a Van Gogh kind of shit or something. He wouldn't, I'm paraphrasing the shit out of this, but he would basically, you know, he'll tell you what it is. He'll tell you what his inspiration is. He'll tell you all his other shit. But more people will lean more towards him because he'd be like, oh, he's knowledgeable. He knows Well, it's also like the, the, the artwork. Sometimes it, it touches the, that group. You know, because like, you know, not every art piece is for everybody. I think every piece of art, you know, you got to, you either vibe with it or you don't. Yeah. But you know what? I, I think I'll be more so drawn I think to every- the person who's emotionally invested into it. You think that, but then when you look at it, it's like, God damn, that's, a, that's the ugliest shit is crazy. fucking no, but, you know, piece of shit yeah. I've ever seen in my life. What is this person doing hanging this up on the wall? Then they're but not then, fully invested. Right, but then that's not, that's not for them. Yeah. It's for the guy like you that is... Yeah. Like you know, invested with that. What is that? Because it's more of an emotion for you. What is that? Uh, he is basically that's showing an us graffiti. Some stuff. That's eighty-five million dollars on canvas. Oh no shit! Yes, he's showing us an art piece that is uh, eighty-five million dollars on canvas. I don't even know why the fuck I'm repeating what he just said. <laughs> that's what that is. It's and it's it's just pure expression. That's mm. Basquiat. Yeah. That's world renowned, well again, accepted in. Any but room. again, see, I would never pay that much money for that. That's because you are looking beyond the expression. Like I dig it; it's cool. I dig it. You're looking beyond the expression, man. You're looking beyond the expression. You know what I mean? Not, and, and his expression is dense and raw and real it. and troubling and puzzling and hurtful, mm-hmm. just like Dali, just like Picasso. And he sells for their price tags, but they're all so different. But the one thing that they can do is they can probably sit down and talk to each other. Hmm. You gonna you understand that? Yeah. But because they are from different places and they, cool they all care about different things, their work looks different. You know what I mean? Right. So every art but the piece respect is for different people. Is the respect. But this right here I would never pay that much money for that, goddamn. But I mean, it's awesome. You haven't taken the time. You don't have the money. And and if you had the finance, really, (laughs) if you had the finance and you were really around people who are passionate about Basquiat and you learned to be passionate about the person, the story, the Uh understanding of his art, things like that, then you learn. That's when you buy the art. See, because that's where all the fucking money's at. Because that's like, you know, like you're a billionaire, right? You have nothing else better to do today than to go look at some artwork well, with your hot wife. Let's just that just like, got those awesome the double D implants. But that's not always what it is from yoga. See, a lot of people that purchase art turn yeah. around and they say, "Hey, those high heels, those stripper." Give me heels, a twenty thousand dollar package. Dirty slut. I'm looking at the art as an investment. <laughs> the art is an investment. Uh-huh. Give me a twenty thousand dollar package. Put together a few pieces. Say, this is what that looks like. Okay, done. That's a lot more what the art sales look like to real than going out with your wife and buying a piece of art in the gallery. Because mm. realistically, a lot of deals isn't about 
paying someone half the price to sell your work. It's about making the connections and making the collaborations and making the consignment for your work, the contracts to be, you know, eight pieces in for this person and, you know, this person wanting to purchase an entire collection of your work because you're that kind of an investment. Your work is going to matriculate. You know what I mean? It's not just about the work looking nice, too. It's about the investment understanding about your work being purchased at this price today, being worth this much next year, that much the year after, so on and so forth. And that is where the art sales happen. That's when the money is real money because then people are willing to purchase a $185 million drawing on a piece of paper. Pencil and paper, $185 million, Raphael. And you know why they would pay for it? One, one because realistically, they, one, probably, you know, benefits them. And two, in 30 years, maybe even in 100 years, mm-hmm. when it's out of their family or someone else gets to appraise it in their family later on out in generations, it's twice, three times what it was worth at that time. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. But you're talking about a drawing that's worth more than you're probably going to make in your entire life. That's pretty cool. That's what art looks like, though. Hmm. That's why art is worth what it's worth. Because if you are a person and you feel like your work, your work is going to matriculate and it's going to be worth something, that's why it looks like that. Because realistically, that's what happens. You matriculate, your brand grows, you grow, your meaning grows, your outreach grows, and your work grows. And that's what the art is about. Hmm. You know what I mean? You're going to make so much more. You're going to do so much more that way. See, but that's also for the artist that is the artist, like that are the going all head on into it. Because then you're doing it as a, it's not like it's a job. It's that's your lifestyle. Yeah, but I mean, if you're, so if you're totally an artist. Because then you're actually you're getting artist and your art's not your pieces. lifestyle, then what are you? It's not just fucking. What are you? If, if, you're, if you're not working as an artist for your pieces to be generational, then what are you doing? Hmm. Are you just doing it? Locked. You're probably going to be an insurance agent at the age of 45. <laughs> Fucking gridlock, man. Oh, fuck that, yeah. People are insurance agents now. Sorry, guys. Keep keep the keep the power moving, man. There's a lot well, of you I mean, out there's there. There's some people out there who get who ready though. Insurance is the next one to get cut. Just letting y'all know. I was told by Donald Trump. <coughs> okay. I don't know that guy. <laughs> I sent him a text over there. I was like, hey, man, what's up, T-Dog? Oh, my. Oh, that's what you call him, T-Dog? Uh, T-Dog, T-Dog. <laughs> T-Dog? <laughs> While he was fixing his hair? <laughs> I will call him DT. Why do you think he looks so nice, man? He uses that dog shampoo. Like, what's it, what's it called? Uh, hair and Show or something? Best in Show? What was that movie? I've never seen that movie. No, no. Before. What about the uh, the blades with, uh, with fucking um, blades of glory? Yeah, man. Oh. He uses that hair and mane or something like that. It's shampoo. Jay told me about it. Mm-hmm. My brother. It's real though. <laughs> he oh <laughs> he used God. it when he had longer hair. He used that shit. And he was like, it made that shit look shiny as fuck, man. <laughs> I'm like, was it dangerous? He's like, I don't know. Wait, he actually used it. In yeah, he used it in his hair. You can use it in human hair. It's pretty wild. <laughs> it's shiny. It looks cool. Your hair looks shiny as yeah. fuck. Well, I don't have no hair, so maybe it'll work on my beard then. You I'll try it out, beard, bro. I'll try it out, see what happens. But yeah, I had a beard to shave that shit. 
I like this better. Well, everybody, uh, I'm gonna call it. We're calling it. What? How long was that? It's an hour. We're already at an hour, and we're doing. Let's keep going, man. It's not like we're gonna stop talking. Am I right? Yeah, we are gonna stop talking. Okay, I guess. <laughs> All right, we're at hour and. Peace out, um, bitches. I didn't mean bitches. I don't mean. I don't mean to say that. It's so mean. Yeah, Pete's that's not you. That's not you. I know. It's okay. <laughs> uh, see you later, everybody. Hope you have a great night. Uh, I have been somewhere. Pat. Oh look, a camera. Here. Camera just took a picture. What the fuck was that? Camera just took a picture. Your fucking phone just took a picture of me. <laughs> Yo, straight Illuminati, up. Illuminati, dude. I didn't even fucking do anything. My phone just fucking took Yo, a picture. What the fuck do you have on your screen, then? That shit is just taking the picture. Look at all the wolf. Is the wolf being held down by uh, human hands? By no, fucking lots look of. In your, uh, look in your picture. See if it actually took a picture. Look at your picture. See if it took a picture of me. Because it definitely took a picture it of me. It definitely flashed, bro. For sure it flashed. Well, okay, I'm gonna try again. Uh, no, no don't, don't close it out. Don't close it. Let's I haven't find closed out. it. I just hit the camera. No, I'm button. saying let's look at the camera thing. Let's keep the rolling. I want to look at this it. This is intense. <laughs> let's catch it on the. I doubt that I took cast. a picture. I'm telling you, it Dude, flashed. That was at like me. a big ass flash. Man. Unless you get a flash when it notifies you about something, something took a picture of me. My last e jazz picture. is so conceited. Hopefully, I want to show you guys my last picture. But I really Something took a picture. I don't know what my last picture is. Yeah. Okay, we're good. This is my last picture that I took. Oh shit! I, I swear to you, the phone I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Well, I can't go any left. This is as far left as I can go. My right picture is just another picture of me. Okay. So. All right. You're lucky. So your phone doesn't have like notification where it snaps of. No. Okay, your phone just snapped at me, bro. But that shit happens like late at night, man. When I leave my phone like charging, mm-hmm. that shit just lights up. That kid, that flashlight weird, just man. turns on. Yeah, it just turns on. Sometimes it turns on for like five seconds. Can I see it? Cause it just snapped at me. It just does it, man. I mean, if the NSA wants me, what what do they want from me? Uh, Patrick, you're not the one that was in the military, bro. What? I wasn't. So you were in the military. I did some bad things, Patrick. I don't oh want to talk about it. Oh my gosh. Okay, once again, I'm going to try to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to end this show. Where's the settings? Um, Where the fuck's your settings, dude? Had a good time. A great time. Let's Patrick. Spend it first time. Good night, everyone. Listening to this. Uh, Peace out, y'all. Party, hearty. Stay tuned for later on this week where. Everybody's working. We have another podcast that we're going to do as well. It's going to be called We Sing to Everybody. Hope everybody enjoys that too. Uh, I think that's going to come out on Thursdays. I'm not really sure. But enjoy. Godspeed. And bye, I guess. Again, I'm going to do that. All right, bye.